Welcome to The Hat Club, where I interview women just like you who are trying to balance their many hats. My name is Jenna Urban, a mom, educator, sports lover, and of course, the ultimate multitasker at times. I appreciate you taking the time to join us today, and I have an amazing interview that I know you'll love. Today, I am talking with my friend and travel agent, Faith Ann Bartholomew. So you are going to fall in love with Faith Ann because not only is she such a kind person, but she is so passionate about her job and traveling and just really making your travel experience a an experience and not just, you know, book your trip and you don't hear from her. She is my go-to person to find a destination um, to kind of search for the best deals because I'm always looking for the best deals and also you know for the extras for the excursions and the flights and she's constantly looking and putting together different packages for me at times I kind of feel bad because I'm kind of always like hey can you check this out can you check that out and I might have her search for like 10 different places before I find my um, destination but she does not care. That's her job and she loves it. And you will hear that in her voice as she talks about traveling. So today, Faith Ann is sharing with us some of her tips for traveling during the pandemic. And I love, and it's actually put my mind at ease for traveling because I love her description and her um, information that she shares about the protocols put into place and what to expect. And also the fact that she is there to help and be a resource and to hire a travel agent costs no money. Did you hear that? No money. It's free. So it's actually paid for by like the destination. Um, They kind of pay for the travel agent and you get the same deal. So it's kind of that middle person and um, you're just going to love Faith. I can't wait to dive right in. So let's get go right in with Faith Ann Bartholomew. Thanks, Faith Ann, for being here today. I'm really excited about learning um, how we are going to travel, what that's going to look like in the next couple months with the um, quarantine being lifted. Well, thank you for having me. This is great. And I love travel and love talking about travel. (laughs) Yes. Oh, good. Okay. So, Faith Ann, why don't you tell everybody a little bit about your business? Well, I am Fab Travel Group, where fabulous vacation dreams begin. Um, We are a small travel agency, and really, we're here to help you. Like, I love being able to help someone in a pinch because you guys get to just relax and know that we're handling everything for you so there's no stress on your end and the best part and I'm not sure everyone realizes this but it doesn't cost any extra to use a travel agent we are paid by the supplier so rather than um, Disney or Universal or the resort making all of the money they have to share their profits with the travel agency So you're not paying any extra, and you don't have any stress with anything that goes on. That's all on us to make sure that you're there and you're happy and you are satisfied. And I love that you mentioned that because I think that is something that people, like the misconception that people think that, you know, they have to pay extra to use a travel agent. So not only do you plan travel, but you also help with the excursions. Um, Last year when we went on a cruise with our family, you had helped my parents with their vacation 
in Mexico and even set up transportation for them to come meet us for the day that we were in Cozumel. And we were so grateful, you know, just having those few hours um, together with them. So we sure. really appreciate not only booking our travel, but also working on the excursions. And again, being there for us in a pinch when we could just text you and then know that you're taking care of it. And we could kind of sit back and relax and enjoy the vacation. So I think that's the biggest perk of using a travel agent. Yes, we're here for you. You know, we're, we, we are your tool to uh, get everything done without you having to have any stress in the situation other than packing. And we'll even give you some packing tips to make that easy. <laughs> I love that. We could all use packing tips. Um, let's talk first, I guess, about, you know, the effects of quarantine on travel. Obviously, um, people had, we had the stay-at-home orders, but now that things are being lifted, are you seeing that uh, more people are just traveling by car or, you know, afraid of like flights? What does that look like? What does travel look like now that we're um, entering into the different phases? I have to say that um, we're probably in three different groups. There's um, the one group that is, okay, I'm going on vacation I, you know, want to get away. I want sun, sand, water. Um, I don't care. I'm young. I'm healthy. You know, this virus isn't going to affect me that badly. Then there's this second group that's like, okay, I really want to get away, but I'm concerned about what's going to happen with the virus. You know, are they doing things to help? You know, what does it look like in the destinations I'm going? And then there's the third group that is, I am not traveling at all, not until I know it's totally safe, the virus is, is gone, we have a vaccine, everything's good to go. So that's pretty much what I'm seeing when I'm talking to people, um, when they're calling for information, um, or we have to um, postpone or uh, cancel their trips because they can't uh, head out to another country or their cruise is canceled. So it, it's not that, you know, any one group is right, wrong, or otherwise it's just a matter of where our comfort level is. Right. So I'm really seeing the whole gamut. Oh, I'm sure. I'm sure. So what are the precautions that you're seeing that are taking place? There are so many things that are happening, and um, it was crazy because when, you know, the whole thing started back in March, mm -hmm. it was literally – from one hour to the next, uh, the rules were changing and something was different. And um, I think the suppliers were trying to uh, get a handle on it of what they really needed to do. So now that, you know, everything has been shut down and even the countries had closed their borders, they technically weren't accepting travelers. But if travelers did get over there, you know, they were just asking them to self-quarantine at the resort and if the resort was even open, you know, right. and in some cases the resorts had closed as well. But now what I'm seeing is all of the information and the webinars and the different things that we're getting is all geared toward what they're doing and how they're going to have safety protocols in place now that they're opening up. Some of the resorts, one of my favorites, of course, is Sandals and Beaches. Right, and right, because I'm seeing all the commercials come back on, and I was yes. wondering, um, like, what type of things that they're doing. Actually, I was wondering they, what type of deals that they're offering. <laughs> <laughs> they, you know, I wanted to say in the beginning there were some really great deals, but now that things are opening up and people are starting to book, not so much 
the deals as I'm seeing. And part of the reason is because, of course, um, the air schedules to get there are very limited. So right. um, to get a plane seat, it, it's going to be difficult until they start putting all of their flights back on. But for most of them, most of the places, uh, Sandals has an 18 touch point practice where they have 18 specific areas that are going to be um, really advanced hygiene practices. So right. it's like your elevators, your guest rooms, um, the spa, the heating and air conditioning systems have um, been upgraded. And I forget the name of the unit, but there's something that goes with the heating and air conditioning that actually filters and cleans the air. I want to say it's something like what uh, some of the hospitals oh, use. Oh, yes, yes. I've seen them. Actually, when Jackson had his tooth pulled a couple of weeks ago, it was in, they had one in the dentist office to filter yes. the air. Yeah, so they're starting to do that. Like the kitchen areas and different things are going to be sanitized. You know, and, and I mean, they it, they were clean before, so now right. it's just this increased level. Uh, even on the cruise ships, they are putting in the new air filtration system because, of course, uh, one of the, the biggest problems on the cruise ship is you are – uh, in such a small area with so many people, um, yes, you can go outside and you get the fresh air, but once you're in the ship itself, you know, it, it's kind of recirculating everything. Right. Um, they're all going to have enhanced screenings, so it may be temperature taking. It is going to be more of a, it's not just a sign your name that you aren't sick. You know, there's going to be a more in-depth questionnaire as far as your health goes. Right. Uh, some of the islands are requiring a COVID test. Um, in fact, I know uh, one island in particular, St. Lucia, had said you needed to have a valid test within 72 hours of arrival. Oh, now, wow. I don't know if that has changed in the last couple of days, but it's pretty much impossible to get a, a test within 72 hours. Right. So another island came out that it has to be valid within two weeks. So again, this is the week that everything is slowly starting right. to open up and the countries are opening their borders. So, again, all of these measures may change. They may decrease. They may increase in certain areas a little bit more. I think it's going to be kind of a, a wait-and-see game as far as what happens this week. Right. And But I think, too, when you think about it, if it's going to take two weeks, you, you could be there and gone by the time that they get the results back. Yes, exactly. So and, and I'm not sure if here in the U.S. that we're totally opened up to just getting um, a COVID test just because we want to travel. So right. I, I honestly don't know if everywhere in the U.S. you can walk in and say, hey, I'm going away next week. I need this test done, and they're going to do it. I'm, I, I honestly am not sure that we're at that point across the U.S. You know, there may be certain areas that are doing that, but I'm not sure everybody is yet. Right. Yeah, I think that's probably, um, I know for us, the thing is that we're looking at, you know, you see all the different areas that are open and you know, traveling with kids, you want to have make sure that all the precautions are there. But I'm surprised to hear because honestly, when I heard with all the things with the ships, um, with cruises, the first thought that came to my mind was, oh, I don't know if I'll ever be able to go on a cruise again. But then, um, you know, as you mentioned, all the precautions that they're taking. And then realistically, when you think about, you know, how just, I mean, this is a global pandemic. How many times in our lifetime will we see this? Probably, hopefully not again. But the fact that they have all of these precautions in place now, so in case there was an outbreak again, they could kind of move forward with it. Yes, 
and I think it's going to be a lot, um, there, there is more attention on a tracking system so that you know if something happens, who you came in contact with or what uh, areas specifically may have been, you know, infected or, uh, or thought to be an issue so that, you know, it's a little bit quicker response time. I know when I cruise, I am always impressed with how clean and everything that they do. Like I see them with toothbrushes, you know, the brass and and polishing everything. And I I said that I can't wait for the cruises to come back. And I want to be on one of the first uh, cruises that goes out because um, all of the cruise lines, actually, their staff has stayed on board. Oh, wow. um, And they have done nothing but clean every nook and cranny of the ship from top to bottom. So when you get back on board, it's like you're getting on a brand new ship. So I think that would be awesome to be one of the the first ones going out. (laughs) Yes. Now that that you mentioned that, I mean, I do remember they really were cleaning around the clock um, when we were on our cruise. Um, The other thing, though, how are they going to respond if somebody does have a fever or, or show a sign of COVID, like if they're at the resort, like what are the protocols for, you know, cleaning or is it, um, you know, does that person has to obviously self-quarantine? Do they have to come back? Like how does that work? They will, um, they absolutely will be quarantined. I think everybody has uh, an area that I think if they're not going to just quarantine them to their particular, their room or their cabin, you know, they're going to have a specific area that will be set up for these people. Mm-hmm. They also then will, you know, at, at the contract tracing, they're already going to know um, who they've come in contact with and alert, you know, any of those people that may have been infected. I think if, if anything, this has showed, shown everybody steps they have to take and what they can do to minimize the spread in the future. And I think they're all, you know, they're still... I mean, they're still learning different things, right. but they do have plans in place that, no, it's not going to affect, infect the entire ship, um, especially for the staff. The staff for the cruise lines in particular, as well as the resorts, are going to undergo an even higher elevated health testing, health screening, and it's not just going to be once and done. It's right. going to be ongoing and continuous. And if you show signs of... Uh, let's say a fever, let's say it's somebody getting on the ship or uh, coming into an island mm-hmm. and maybe their their temperature is elevated, they are immediately going to either quarantine them on the ship if they're on the ship or they're not allowing them onto the ship, into the country, uh, and then that's where the airlines have to step in and determine the safest way to get them home right. so it doesn't infect any other people. So they do have a whole lot of guidelines that Again, they're slowly coming out. You know, we don't know everything that's going to happen. And I think the other thing everybody is doing is they're watching each other. So if this works in this country, well, then maybe we'll try it on this island. And even with the theme parks opening up, um, I think all eyes now are going to be on Universal opening up this week. And if everything goes well with Universal, then the other theme parks are going to be like, well, okay, that worked. We can do that. Or if they see something that didn't work, they're going to tweak it before their opening date. Right. Yes, I figured that would happen. Um, They would kind of watch. But, I mean, we're doing the same thing with school-wise. You know, we're seeing what other people are doing for school 
and how that worked. But we are seeing a lot of people, I think, travel with more within the United States, wouldn't you think? I have been receiving calls and they're all like, okay, well, we can't go to Mexico, so what do you have that we can do locally? And again, it was uh, now, you know, pretty much all of the states are opening up. I know I do have a lot of people looking at Hawaii. Right. And right now, Hawaii is still uh, asking everyone to stay put and not travel to Hawaii. So we do have some some trips planned for the fall. Mm-hmm. So hopefully they will move into, you know, a, a, the same kind of system that the rest of the states are and allow people to come in. But yes, go, uh, out west is mm-hmm. actually more people are looking to do like the state parks and the monuments and the different things. And Las Vegas opening up with all of their new safety measures that's also creating, you know, a buzz and people right. are feeling that, okay, we can do this. We can go there. I think so. I think people at this point, too, you know, after, what was it, 10 weeks, you know, of being in quarantine, I think people are kind of getting that itch to travel a little bit more. But Definitely. See, but seeing, see, here's what concerns me is like when you see these other states that are, you know, in it totally different I mean I don't know not mindset but I mean their their numbers are total are different from us here in Pennsylvania so when we're seeing people travel back and forth it's like you know thinking of like are we passing it or are we bringing something home with us like now with more people traveling like do we really even have to up our game for sanitizing even more because of people traveling in and out of a state. Right. I think the important thing is, like, we already know it's the elderly and those with a compromised immune system that are uh, most at risk. And I think that's what we have to really concentrate on. I know um, just in the area that I'm in, I can't tell you the number of New York and New Jersey license plates that I am seeing. And uh, if I run to the grocery store, I see all these New York, New Jersey plates here and and I'm seeing ads for people who are renting houses for a week or two so we do have um, you know people crossing the border and well yes you're supposed to self-quarantine is that happening I don't think so so my thought is that you know even though everybody's not listening and we aren't really worse off than we were Six weeks ago, Mm -hmm. I'm saying that maybe, you know, that it is that herd mentality. You know, it may be working. Right. And for somebody that was looking to travel with their family, um, like, you know, for for example, we were supposed to go away for around Easter time. And we're kind of looking at maybe next year taking that trip. But everybody that I'm talking to is kind of, you know, nervous to kind of bite the bullet and buy the tickets. So, if you were looking in the next year, when do you think that the safest time to kind of book ahead? Yeah, actually, each uh, supplier, each airline, cruise line, uh, resort, they all have different, um, I want to say, dates right. in mind. Okay. But um, I can take, actually, like Princess Cruises, up until 2021, you have this window where anything you book, you can cancel and not lose any money and not be penalized. Penalized. And the cruise lines absolutely have that. The resorts are a little bit different. They may not be as lenient. Mm -hmm. Um, It may be further out. And the same thing with the airlines. The airlines do have a date that you can purchase tickets up until a certain point and still cancel them and 
be safe with uh, your money and, and getting your money back. Is that with or without the insurance? That is right now without the without insurance. Without the insurance. And with the insurance, the, you know, and, and I'm a big proponent of insurance, especially right. seeing how uh, freaky things can happen. To, and, and it's usually the most odd instance that causes uh, somebody to cancel a trip. Mm-hmm. And the insurance has saved more people than not. But ironically, with a pandemic, the insurance doesn't cover anything. Now, you can have cancel for any reason, Mm -hmm. which then the pandemic is not your reason for canceling. You're canceling because you don't want to go. Then you are covered. But if you have just a a basic policy and you're canceling because of pandemic and not an illness or a death, you're you're not covered. So it's kind of a a catch-22. You have to be sure that you've got the right policy to fit your needs, your concerns. Right. Nice. Um, That's a lot of great information. I think that um, it'll put some people at ease um, for traveling. But like I mentioned before, I I know people that I'm talking to, even traveling to, you know, the New Jersey beaches, they're trying to make sure that they know what the protocol or what the rules are before they before they go there. Some have canceled, you know, due to, you know, not being able for their kids, not being able to play on the beach. And what else do you think that is important to kind of research before you start planning a trip, especially during these times? Really, that's probably the biggest thing is to know what guidelines are in place, um, what restrictions are in place, because you don't you don't want to head to a beach destination if you're not allowed to be on the beach. Right. And, sit and relax on the beach you know maybe you can walk on the beach but you're not allowed to lay in the sun or the kids can't really go play in the water or anything like that so that's the the number one thing is know the restrictions and know what's available then I would say the number two step would be to find out what kind of um, safety and cleaning protocols are in place to with the area that you're going to. And uh, a lot of the websites will give you information as far as, you know, cancellations and refunding policy and, and different things like that. Or you just give a travel agent a call and they've got all the details at their fingertips or know where they can get it to help you along. Right. No, I think that's important. Yes. Um, so definitely researching and like you said with the travel agent I mean I think that has saved us you know having you there for us when there when something does go wrong that we could just shoot you a text and then you can handle it for us and we could kind of enjoy the trip that has always been really helpful Um, are there any other tips that you would like to offer the community for traveling after the virus Uh, definitely I know we talked about insurance and even though insurance doesn't cover pandemic it does cover so much more than uh, most people imagine. So I would always consider having some type of insurance because um, you honestly don't know what's going to happen. And also, the good news is the airlines are allowing 12 ounces of hand sanitizer in your carry-on bag. So you don't have to worry about um, the three-ounce rule with the hand sanitizer. You can have 12 ounces and then you're definitely giving that extra layer of protection. Right. Oh, that's good to know. I was going to ask if there was any any of those guidelines have changed. Now, how about um, even going through the airport? You know, um, I know that that's always when you're going through, not customs, but the um, the security checkpoint. 
that it takes a little bit of time sometimes to get through. Um, are we seeing that it's you know going to take longer to get through because they're doing temperature checks and so forth? They are doing, um, and again, this is something that each airport is um, a little bit different. So you know you may be able to get through our local airport quickly, but if you're uh, coming home and you're let's say um, out in Chicago or um, in Florida or one of the, the larger airports where the volume is much greater, you're going to want to add extra time. Um, there are, in, and again, some airports are requiring face masks. Some okay. of them are not. Uh, some of the airlines are requiring them while some kind of face covering while you are uh, on the plane. And there are a couple that are not requiring that as of yet. But again, I think... Um, this is, and, and I've come to hate the word fluid right. <laughs> because oh I gosh. keep hearing it, but it is a, a fluid situation as things start to open up. So, uh, again, just because this is um, the protocol today does not mean that tonight or tomorrow it will be the same thing. You know, they may right. have to quickly adapt or change something. And are they still implementing the social distancing, like on the beach at the resort? They are. Um, they and and for the most part on the beaches, there you are able to, to spread out without there being uh, any issue. But they are looking at trying to maintain that. So if you're going to take and move your chairs around, you can do that uh, with some limitations. They right. just don't want you to get too close to another family or another couple you know you can you can do whatever you want in your little area if you have a group traveling and you're all together and you're all good that group can absolutely maintain um you know their their connection they don't have to be as uh far apart as uh say somebody that you don't know right oh that's good to know too um especially if you are traveling with friends that was another question that i had i didn't know if they were going to allow you know families um, or multiple families to kind of still be together or if it was just going to be limited to kind of sticking with the people in your room? No, it is. It, you are, if you're traveling with a group because you're leaving with that group, you've been connected with the group on the flights mm -hmm. or in the car or whatever it is, you, you're going to be treated kind of as one unit. Right. Oh, good. That's good. Well, I, I will tell you that you really put my mind at ease because I was nervous about you know, what traveling would look like in the next couple of years. Um, and, you know, we really like to travel. So I was, you know, as we're starting to think about where we're going to go next year, if we're going to go back and, and look at the plans that we missed this year or go somewhere right. different. But I think that, you know, just kind of hearing about the protocols put into place between the resorts and even the airports. And I think the airplane is probably my biggest fear, like everyone. Yeah, it, it is. I'm hoping that I haven't heard if they've done anything with the air systems yet. Right. But that would be, I think that would be the biggest thing. Um, but again, you know, they're, they're, it depends on how many flights they bring back. Are they able to space people out? Right. So and to clean. I think that's a, a waiting game there. Right, right. Well, thank you so much, Faith Ann, for spending your time with us and educating us on what travel will look like in the next couple months and weeks, years. Oh, oh I hope it's over soon. Hey, yes, I agree. <laughs> I think it is going to be coming back just from... Uh, I want to say it was it was crickets for a while here. Right. My phone wasn't ringing. Nothing was happening. But I see people calling now and, and looking for uh, 
prices and asking about different things. So I, I think travel will be back. We'll be back. And it, what about what's your prediction for the fall? How are they, um, you know, different resorts? Are they are they just kind of playing it by year to see what, what it, the fall brings? Or are they putting into place, you know, um, a time, maybe blocked off times that they're not going to be able to travel? Right now, um, beginning in September, everything is still wide open and still on board for travel. Uh, no matter, uh, even over in Europe, there are still, like in October and November, oh, they're talking that, uh, you know, that that is going to happen. I think uh, to the Caribbean, to the warmer destinations, definitely, you know, that's not going to be an issue. I think Europe is still... While everything is still on, it's still a wait-and-see game because right. they just want to make sure that everything there is uh, under control and manageable before they do anything. And that's the other thing. Our suppliers, um, I mean, they have lost millions with uh, canceling the trips oh, and everything sure. that they're doing. So they are not, you know, it's not a matter of what their bottom line is. It's a matter of what is best for their clients. Right. So, Nobody is going to take you on a trip if they think that you're going to come back and it's going to be uh, detrimental to you. So right. they, they are, you know, the, yes, the, the bottom line is important, but that's not what's driving them. It's it's the safety of their clients. Wow, that's good to hear. Reassuring. Um, now, Faith, where can people find more information or get in touch with you to, um, you know, have you help them with their travel? We are on social media. We're on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, um, at Fab Travel Group, as well as our website is fabtravelgroup.com. And uh, you can also call us at 855-5-FAB-FUN. Oh, thank you so much, Faith Ann. I appreciate you coming on and, again, sharing all of that helpful information to put my mind at ease, and I know it will help others as well. Well, I thank you. I enjoyed it, and, again, I love travel, and I want to get everybody back out there so they're, they're getting to that fabulous destination that they're dreaming of. Thanks for listening to The Hat Club with Jenna Urban. If you like the show and want to know more information, check out jennaurban.net or follow me on your favorite platform at The Jenna Urban. See you next time. And remember, we're all trying to balance the many hats that we wear.